podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. The tenth time they've made it! They've won a playoff campaign! And they've done it at Wembley! And for the first time in 74 years, Brentford will play in the top flight of English football! Hello and welcome back to the Eden Road podcast after a very, very enjoyable win against Fulham at the GTEC last night. Today, I'm joined in the studio by Clayton. Clayton, feeling good after yesterday? Of course. <laughs> uh, making his Eden Road debut is Jordan Nagara. Jordan, how are you doing, mate? Not too bad, thank um, you. I hope you've got a story prepared for the funniest Brentford story. I have been thinking, yeah, don't you worry. Okay, yeah. sound. Do you want to do that now or do you want to do it at the end? Do it at the end. Yeah, yeah, do it at the end. Cool, let's yeah, just start talking. Yeah. Let's just uh, start talking about the game then, Clayton. Some some performance last night, wasn't it? That was great. I've watched it about three times. Back. <laughs> um, a few contentious things, uh, allegedly, mm. um, but no, pretty, very very happy with the result. My uh, my dad said he watched it on telly as well. Um, he said that like, as a neutral, like the Brentford was just the better team. Yeah, and I think we were. Um, just uh, one of the things I was most impressed by was just like we won like every single second ball. Um, and like someone like Dam's guy, I'm sure we'll get on to. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of not notorious for his ball winning skills mm. was, was just immense, just all over the place. Yeah, um, really so good. yeah, I was very impressed. Yeah, I, I, I was watching the game that first 10 minutes. We started so fast. I can't remember a, a game where we've started that fast in well, a while. No, and no, I watched it back again today. I was flicking through and that first, like, we could, even before we scored so early on, but we probably should have had about three goals mm. before that as well. Tony had a, Tony, had, that was a great shot as well. If you think how far out he is and sort of how he's actually managed to bend it. Mm. At the time, I don't think you've realised how close he actually was to scoring that one. Yeah. And Wemo should be scoring uh, the first one with the ball across. But again, a great yeah. ball across by Henry as well. Have you seen the replay where you can see it from the sideline and like there's, it's, just, it's literally just a tap in. Like Henry puts the ball across and like and basically like waits a bit too mm. long for it to come to him and by the time he actually reaches the ball, he's at the wrong side of the net. But it's like, you see it from the, yeah, from the other angle. It's like, oh come on, you really should be getting across yeah. there. He seems to really compose himself before as well. Like yeah. he does take his time. If, if anything, he probably takes a bit too long because as he does shoot, the ball seems to be on the up and that's what gets him. It's on his weak foot as well. He just doesn't yeah. get over it. Yeah. Uh, we do need to talk about a couple of incidents besides the goals. Um, firstly, a lot of noise about Tony should he have been on the pitch what do we reckon for that challenge I don't know if you've seen it in the highlights when he kind of it's not intentional but he kind of he goes in and Rakic goes to the floor and his boot like looks like it collides with his head no it's, it's never red card <laughs> I think Tony alluded to it in his um, interview after the game and he says and if you look, and he's completely right if you look at it it's, he's sort of, yeah he's kicked him in the head but he put his head down yeah, there he sort of slid yeah, in down yeah. I think Tony even says as well he, he pulls out of the challenge because he sees him sliding in. Mm. Yeah, never a red card. It, if we think about red cards, there's only one man that should have had it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that second yellow. Yeah. Well, the, the wasn't completely, given. Was it anti-Taylor? Completely bothered it. I know. Yeah. Completely. Well, like, I don't understand how... I, I don't know why he's not given that as a second yellow. Like, I think... It's a yellow every... Day, 99 times out of 100. Yeah, because if he's not been booked earlier on, then that's... He, book, he books him straight yeah, away. Yeah, he's on no the counter. Questions. He's just yeah. running away yeah. from him. Yeah. Um, I think we... What, what do we reckon on the penalty? Do we, do we, have, you, have you watched it back yet? It was more of a penalty. Uh, uh, Mitrovic's pull on Tony was more of a foul than what he gave in the same phase of play than the penalty they actually gave on mm. Norgard. But I think... Um, that happened on the half... Again, even the Norgard one. The Norgard one happened on the halfway line and the free kick gets given. No one's really batting an eyelid there, are they? So yeah, the he gets under the ball. Out, yeah, it's still a foul regardless of where it is. Yeah. I, thought, I thought it was soft, but like... It, I thought it was soft, but... If you actually look at it, he kicks the bottom of his foot. So like, if, it's, a, it's a foul anywhere else on the pitch. So. If, yeah, if, if that was the other way around and we gave away the penalty, I think we'd be a bit miffed, but you wouldn't be like 
there's no like justification for it like there's clear contact like it's a bit soft but it's clear contact but when you look when you when, when you watch it back as well what you said about the the, the tony challenge and that storms that's that same phase of play the ref, i think when the when the fulham players are like surrounding the ref afterwards you can sort of see the ref point at mitrovic and tony as well i think the ref does say as well mm. no, there was also this one in the build-up as well mm. how, how are the nerves before the game i remember like when we were in the pub i, I was so excited for this game um were we confident going in well, I was drunk, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I, I was fairly confident, but I always these games like kind of formula goes out the window a little bit. But like that that first ten minutes, as soon as that as soon as that first ten minutes was done, I was like, "There's no way we're losing this game. We've started so fast." Yeah, the, I mean, there was a good uh, period in the first half where after we scored, where Fulham had the ball. Yeah, um, but I thought we contained them quite well. They they had a bit of the ball, but they didn't create anything. I think until they scored the goal. Mm. They didn't really force Raya into anything. And even that's a not lucky one per se, but we have the two free kicks out of the crossbar. Yeah. It could could have could have easily mm. been the other way. One of ours could have bounced off the bar and yeah. fallen nicely for one of our players. It just happened to be like their one did. Yeah, exactly. And mm. even then I think the only save I can really remember Raya making after that was about, about the eighty eighth minute, he sort of Mitrovic headers and he sort of gets across yeah, the tips and, and the goal at the end where yeah. he probably should have done a bit better yeah no he should have, he should have done a lot better with yeah, that, with that goal at the end. it seemed like everyone just stopped by that point as well because like, yeah. there's like yeah. a lazy clearance from Pinnock yeah, then yeah. like a bit of a half-assed shot from them 30 yards out yeah Ray sort of, yeah, spoons it a bit it's, it's actually quite a good finish to get it over the goalkeeper mm. from, from yeah. that distance no, um, we need to talk about Damsgaard's performance um, it was probably to the annoyance of Will. <laughs> Will. <laughs> he was getting a lot of abuse on the West End last night, wasn't he? <laughs> well, I had the misfortune of being in. So when we, it was Colchester, that Colchester away game, obviously the one that Will had decided Damsgaard was terrible. What no one else actually, what nobody realises is as we were driving to Colchester before the game, Will, I picked him up from work, he was sat in the back of the car, he'd written Damsgaard off about halfway up the M25. <laughs> that's, when he, that was when, that's when it started. Like halfway, halfway up the M25, Will decided he was terrible. Hmm. Um, as well, another good performance from um, Kevin Sharder. That was the, that goal, especially like he's so quick. Yeah, that was the uh, we alluded. I think we spoke about it with Jay last week. Um, we were kind of saying like he's looked bright, like yeah, sparkly. He's not been bad, but like he hasn't really had the minutes or the time. Um, he's, he's getting a bit more time now, and like he, we were kind of just waiting for that first like bit of quality, weren't we? And, mm. and I mean, he just kind of breezed past Robinson. Yeah, no, and Robinson's no slouch as well. As well yeah, yeah. yeah, he basically. If I watched the replay and they showed it quite a few different angles and basically, yeah, he just went past him. Uh, Robson tried to put a challenge in him. He had to pull out because he was basically going to give away a penalty hmm. and that's how he got past him. And then there was also one about five minutes after that where Sharda picks up a lot deep. I think he's just inside our half mm. and again, he goes about, about 30, 40 yards. But again, he's like deceptively quick because when he's running with the ball, he doesn't look like he's sprinting, but he just yeah. does just glide past the defenders. Yeah. yeah. Um, should we talk about the flares? Because it's got a, it's got a lot of uh, <laughs> lots going on on Twitter today, especially on the GPG. I saw Tom tweeted earlier about someone saying that he should. Did you see that? I did. Yeah, so it should be shot on the pitch at <laughs> half time or something. Oh. He should be knelt down and shot in the back of the head. Or something oh, like I'm that. Sure Cliff Crown should do the executions. I think. I I, I feel like whatever we say on this topic, it's just going to go down badly. I like. I understand why people are angry because it kind of ruined the tempo of the game, and it. I don't. I don't care about that. But like, I, I do also no party, no party. I think it is a bit of a reach. I saw some people on the GPG blaming Fulham's equaliser, no, Fulham's second goal in injury time on the flares. What? Because <laughs> yeah, well, they had to wait. Yeah, for added eight minutes on, and it, the, the tempo had been a bit disrupted. That's a bit of a reach. I think it, no. there is like a, like a legitimate discussion to be had about flares, but. 
Oh, that was a reach, I think. Yeah. I mean, well, like in, in Europe, like they chuck the flares, like they have like fireworks displays at grounds. Yeah, I'm, I'm partial to the flare. I think it's, yeah. it's, it's good fun for, for a big game like that. Um, we used to get them all the time, but like they just. There was like a phase in Ealing Road, weren't there, about five yeah. years ago? We literally, but we'd, we'd like pull a goal back against Bolton and then like three <laughs> strike bombs would go off and like, what's going on? Like, this seems a bit over the yeah, top. I think you'll find all those people yeah. are banned. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was surprised that so many Fulham fans left early, even though they were like still in the game. After, before we'd scored the second goal, there were still people leaving. I saw um, really after the first, after I think two so. one. Well, I, I saw I saw people emptying out. Like, I saw um, the north stand sort of saying cheerio, cheerio. Mm. Um, I was really surprised she does it. It's I Fulham. know, like, but it's a, it's a still a, it's like West London derby, like yeah, but it's Fulham. <laughs> it's not even this is, as well. You could maybe see if they were having a terrible season and then you get enrolled over by your rivals, you're like okay, right, I can't be able to mm. see this. Well, but like still above us in the league by a point, aren't they? Yeah, I know. Like, it's not as if they've been, they've been playing well as well. Like, even at 3-1, you'd sort of back yourself to not be out of the game completely. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Well, then they got the goal back like, yeah. just a minute earlier. They could have missed the... Like, Can we also just um, dispel any thoughts about Fulham not being... about Fulham not caring about Brentford and them saying that their main rivals are Chelsea? Because there is no fucking Chelsea fan that gives a single toss about Fulham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, no. there's not. No, Chelsea, and probably rightly so, don't really have much of a rivalry with any of the teams in West London no just because they're kind of that step well, they, 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 not that they have been forever yeah, yeah. it's Tottenham for them it's not it's not yeah Ars- like Arsenal's kind of got a history as well and like like even teams like Liverpool obviously it's not geographical but like mm. historically yeah um, they're bigger rivals uh, yeah we touched on it uh, with Jay didn't we about kind of different yeah, rivalries yeah, yeah. he was kind of like oh how loud do you think it's going to be and be like Oh, it's probably it'd be a bit louder if it was QPR, but it's, it's still a big deal. Yeah. Um, but you know, you do get those the classic tweet. Oh, we don't even care about you. Like, why are you trying to force a rivalry? <laughs> yeah. If you don't care about, if you don't care about just so much, why are you tweeting to say you don't care? If I don't care about something, I don't talk about something I don't care about. I just doesn't come up, does it? <laughs> exactly. Uh, another man of match performance from Ivan Tony. Um, I think anyone trying to compare him and Mitrovic anymore, just let's just get rid of that argument as well. Like, he's, he's levels levels above. Surely, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely, yeah. I mean, us people all over Twitter, like big, big journos, like absolutely raving about him. Yeah, um, but B- did BBC did a big. Curry yesterday was absolutely. I yeah. think after the game, there was about a twenty-five minute segment just discussing Ivan Tony because mm. he's an all-round footballer as well. That's the thing. Yeah, I can't remember who it was, but um, they were saying he wouldn't look out place in like a Barcelona team with like his depth of touch mm. and like his just awareness. Um, I mean, I don't know. It might be a bit of a reach there. <laughs> uh, you definitely wouldn't get Jay saying that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, yeah, Jay. We, we're, we're still operating for that you were there Jay you were there you saw that game <laughs> one of these days one of those chips from the halfway line is going to go in because he's, he's oh, tried it he's Leno tried it. scrambling yeah, wasn't he was yeah. <laughs> <It's> like fuck <laughs> well, he, did one for Pete, he scored one for yeah. Peter didn't he from the halfway line even the Leeds one as well was about we got 25 yards out for the one he scored against Leeds yeah. I think as well oh, yeah, so, yeah. That's true. I mean there wasn't anyone in goal was there he the... he's, he's tried that now like three or four times I remember, he's getting closer uh, each time as I well. think it was Blackburn away in the championship when it was COVID dur- during COVID maybe he tried it from like the halfway line almost went in one mm. of these days we're going to get that goal but yeah, Mitrovic, nowhere near as good as Tony in my books. No, no, he's much more one-dimensional than yeah, Tony. No. Didn't have anything at all last night, Mitrovic, did he? Can't no, no. He's, been out, he's been out of form for a while now, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah. He's, he hasn't scored in a while, Mitrovic. No, and he missed the last two games of injury, but yeah, he, I don't think... Because they were sort of neck and neck, weren't they, for goals at the start of the season. I think yeah. Mitrovic was always seemed to be one goal ahead, but I think Tony's pulled about four or five clear. I might be wrong he? in saying this, but, but do you remember, I think it was against Newcastle, he missed that penalty where he kicked the ball twice. Hmm. I don't think he scored since yeah. then. Yeah, I don't think he has actually, no. Um, it's not quite QPR not winning since the Queen died, but <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if that's actually technically correct. No. I think that's just been no, no. The last, the last time I, I saw it on Twitter, it was like the last time they got they won a, they won a game. The Queen was still alive. QPR. 
Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace, Queen. That's what she'd have wanted. Go basket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she would have wanted. <laughs> queen. <laughs> um, anything else you want to talk about in the Fulham game? Just it's just fun watching Brentford at the moment, isn't it? Uh, any uh, antics in the pub before, Jordan? I enjoyed myself in the pub before. <laughs> <laughs> I, again, as I said, I did have to rewatch quite a lot of the game today before yeah, coming on the podcast. I didn't realise so how bad today was. Yeah, you've got a few fragile voices on the pod today. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll move on to the next segment of the podcast. Um, at this point, we'd normally do the away day segment, but um, today we have something a bit different. So I got a message from uh, a couple of weeks ago on Twitter from a guy called Adam Rose, who's a Brentford fan. Uh, he's just released this book called Farewell Griffin Park, and it's basically a book of a film of photographs taken throughout the final season at Griffin Park. Uh, it features a photo of the ground full and empty and focuses on its quirks and the different people who filled the ground each week. Uh, it captures Griffin Park in all of its glory, documenting the relationship between the ground and Brentford fans, as well as its role in the community. Uh, amongst the photographs, as you can see, um, are pictures of players, Managers, uh, people related to the club, so uh, Bob the Kitman's in there as well, Peter Gillum, uh, and even some with the landlords of the four corner pubs. Uh, it's an A4 hardback with 45 copies and is available to buy online. Just send him an email, which is uh, farewellgp at gmail.com. Uh, and the amount of copies you'd like to buy and your address, and we'll arrange the payment. Booking uh, the fee. The fee for the book is 18 quid plus postage. Uh, Adam sent us a copies to have a look at. Um, I was walking past Griffin Park yesterday because I, I don't normally drink at the Griffin before the games. So obviously went to meet you lot. Mm. Um, and I hadn't actually walked past Griffin Park since it's since we stopped playing there. Serious? No. Um, and it was it was horrible. <laughs> it was really sad. Yeah, well, did you see that they've the doing like the final work today? Yeah. yeah, on the Brayman Road stand. Yeah. It's, it's going down. Um, also a coincidence that... So Adam's been texting me for the last like couple of weeks and we've just been trying to hash out when the best data would be to promote this book um and I said we, I told him we were doing the podcast today on Tuesday and Jordan told me in the pub yesterday that today is actually the three-year anniversary of the last game played at Griffin Park so how is that for timing 7th <laughs> of March yeah yeah um what's the best memory from Griffin Park do you reckon best memory yeah Jotter in the last minute yeah or okay. Andre Gray tapping it into open net against Borough yeah that was I think that was de definitely the the best dealing road limbs. I think that's the, mo the most dealing yeah, roads yeah. ever gone off was like grey gold against Middlesbrough. Yeah. yeah, but that Jossa goal, I don't know. Maybe it was just the age I was as well. Like, I don't think I'll ever forget that. Um, just coming off Dan Burns' arse. What made that one more even special as well? Was, I think everyone forgets about it now because they knocked us out the cup earlier in that season as well. It's like mm. the most forgotten sort of, they rocked up at our place, took the mick a, a little bit. Yeah. McCormack scored the goal. That's when they were singing the Ross McCormack cost more than your grounds <laughs> and all that. That aged well. Yeah. We just couldn't beat Borough that season. I remember, like, I don't know how that Borough team didn't go up. Because they, they lost in the finals to Norwich, right? I think... Uh, it was 2-0, I think. Jerome yeah. got two, didn't Jerome, he? Yeah. yeah. But that, that Borough team, like, they just they just had the better of us. Both games, both playoff games. Both games in the season, both playoff games. Well, I'd said as well to everyone, like, that, that season, I said, if we'd avoided Borough in the playoffs, we'd have got promoted that season. Said, yeah. because it, and if we'd made the final, we'd have beaten Norwich in the final. Is, the way we is that who, that's who Borough played that played yeah. in the match? Cameron Jerome, I think Cameron Jerome got both, I think, didn't he? It was like 2-0 Norwich. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I will post the link to get this book in uh, in our Twitter bio. So stay updated on our Twitter page. Yeah, some good um, photos in there. Yeah, shout out to Adam. It's a great book. Uh, definitely be, hopefully be getting a few orders from this uh, promotion on the podcast. But yeah, um, moving on to Everton. Should we have a little chat about uh, just how we're feeling before the game? Looking Confident? forward to it. Yeah. Be uh, up. Bright and early on Saturday morning. Yeah, but well, we got the half eight train, is it? Yeah, <laughs> me and Aaron are working out when what time we'd have to leave ours. It was like seven a.m. 
but it'll be worth it. Yeah. Um, once are you are you up in Liverpool night before? Oh, yeah, I'm going back. I'm doing Friday. So I went to uni up in Liverpool, okay. so I'll be up there for the whole weekend making the most of that. Nice. Are we confident going into that game? Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah I don't know why we shouldn't be as well, but because it's Sean Dyche. I think it's yeah, like, it's like well, I, just off the top of my head, like I don't think our record against Sean Dyche's Burnley was the best. No. Just, just on the top of my head, just thinking about when we played them. I can't remember too many times where we've actually beat them. I can remember them getting the better of us quite a few times. Yeah. yeah. It the just, the it away game last season. Yeah. And yeah, the, um, the Friday night game at Griffin Park when uh, oh, Tarkovsky yeah. went on strike in the morning, didn't he? And yeah. <laughs> Joey Barton pinged in a free kick from like 35 yards. Mm. Yeah, they were, they were like very, very good that season. Yeah. And yeah. they went up. Was that the year they went up? Yeah, I yeah, think was, so. And they did, they did. Did you watch them against Forest on Sunday? They they played like they played quite well. I was I was actually I, I, I caught bits and bobs of it. Yeah, yeah. They they they, they, play, they played quite well, and it kind of I don't know why I'm not 100 percent confident that we're going to win because we should be. Like these 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 are the teams that we pick up points again, and we look at this run that we're on at the moment. But it just does look like a potential banana skin. Yeah. I think as well we're sort of maybe lucky-ish in the sense that if we were playing them slightly later on in the season, because no doubt whatever they'll, they'll do, they'll end up going on their little run like they did last season, doing the whole. Fireworks, coach greets, parading the dog in the street. And they already everything. did that. They already yeah. did that for the Liverpool game, didn't they? They lost. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it can definitely be a toxic, toxic place at Everton sometimes. Well, yeah. I do think though. I think since we've come up, especially the best atmosphere I've experienced. Oh yeah, the last Prem season was that first ten minutes at Goodison last season. You could see as well, like the, the arses of our players fall out for those first ten minutes, especially mm. when they got the goal. Mm. And then, but after we regrouped and sort of calmed down and and we're like, okay, no, right, we start playing our football again. We calm the crowd down, and by by full time they. It was yeah. Goodison again booing turning on them so yeah. no that, that atmosphere last year was crazy it was nuts it was, yeah. so, it was so loud I, C- come 90 minutes on Saturday I want to hear the infamous <laughs> boos <laughs> I really want to hear it yeah. what are we saying then predictions for this weekend uh, one lots nil. of beer one, one <laughs> nil Brentford <laughs> yeah no <Try laughs> one, one nil Brentford do, you think, oh, do we go four at the back or five away from home uh, Deitch Deitch is a four yeah he's a, he's a solid four we, two we match four. up uh I, I don't think, know actually. I think we do. Yeah, probably. Um, do you but, start Damsgaard? Yeah, I think I think so. Do After you start Shard over Wisser? Mm. I see. Do we? Because Shard was so effective coming off the bench because yeah. he was just so rapid and they were quite tired. Yeah. And it's like, you, do you lose a little bit of that if you start him? Yeah. I, but I mean, he's going to be going also, up against Tarkowski and Cody at the back, so then neither of them are quick. I, I mean, I would. Mm. Do we, if if I if I was Thomas Frank and I found out that Seamus Coleman was stopping, I, was I would just match yeah. up Shard against Seamus <laughs> Coleman because they run straight past him. Yeah, no, it's it's going to be a good game, a good occasion. That's been a relatively short episode. We've got through. The thing is, like when Brentford are winning, there's just not <laughs> there's no, we we pretty good. That's basically what it is. Um, just there's just not much to talk about. about. Uh, I mean, Europe, like the table now yeah, is looking yeah, yeah. bad. So if we if we beat Everton, we could there's potential to move up to sixth uh, until Newcastle play on Sunday. I think Brighton are hosting Leeds or they could be at Leeds I can't, I can't really remember um, but yeah Fulham have Arsenal at home and mm. Newcastle host Wolves on Sunday so potentially we could move up to sixth with a win so we're what like four points behind at the moment Newcastle let's have a look well I think we're only not getting too carried away I think we're only seven points off four we've yeah. got two, yeah. two, we've got two games in hand on yeah. Tottenham as well so yeah it's I was looking at it um, this morning so I should remember, really. <laughs> um, I can't find it now. Tables. But moving up to sixth, though, like that's the kind of conversations we're in now. It's crazy. Well, yeah, we're, we're, now, we're looking at when, when teams like Liverpool are now winning at the weekend, and oh, so Liverpool are pulling away from us now. It's like sort of shows how far we've come, really. Yeah. Don't I know. It? And like we're, I mean, we're in dangerous territory of jinxing here, aren't we? We're twelve <laughs> unbeaten. Um, 
but you look at the games yeah, coming I was up. Say the three we got coming up. You, you got like Everton and then you got Southampton. Yeah, uh, and then what is it? Leicester. Leicester at home, isn't it? Yeah. Big strong Leicester boys. <laughs> Shout out to Jake. Uh, I can't actually. The table just isn't coming up for some reason. But oh, you're having a shocker over there. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get out. But I think we're we're a point behind Fulham with two games in hand, and they have they have Arsenal on the weekend, so um, they're they're probably not going to get any points from. There is Arsenal. They're playing Arsenal away. Yeah. No, no, they're hosting Arsenal. They played Arsenal. They they played quite well at Arsenal to be fair in the reverse fixture, but they mm. drew. I want to say. Or maybe they did they lose? I can't remember. I know Mitrovic. They conceded late, didn't they? Yeah, Mitrovic yeah. scored. Are we, are we four Arsenal winning the league this season? Yes, well, I, mean, I think that. Have... I think that result against Bournemouth was like that's like a defining moment in their season. Like as soon as they went, as soon as Bournemouth went two 0 up, I knew that I knew that they were going to turn it around. They did, they did it with Villa again the, the week before as well, didn't they? Like, yeah. No, they keep they they keep facing these hurdles and they just keep overcoming. Well, them. we could have quite a big say in that, couldn't we? We've got City yeah. home on the last day. I think. Okay. I know. So yeah, we're. Oh, no, we're three points behind Newcastle. Uh, play the same games; they've got a bit of a goal difference. Um, but they've sl- they've slumped massively. Recently. We're on the same points as Brighton, but they've got a game in hand. But then Fulham are point above us, but we've got two games in hand. Mm. Um, okay, this might be a complete trife, but you know the kind of theories like okay, we've got two games in hand, but they're against X Y team. Isn't that a complete load of shit? Because you because ba- you you still you have you you've still got them, twelve yeah. games. Like if I've got fourteen games and you've got twelve games left, it doesn't matter who the two extra teams are mm. because you could just swap them for two harder teams later in the season. Like you still just have that amount of fixtures left. It's mm. like oh, uh, Brentford have two games in hand, but they're oh they're United and City, yeah. so it doesn't count. But it's like well, if I swap United and City, yeah no yeah for Bournemouth and Southampton, it doesn't matter when you're playing them. You have them in the rest of the season. Mm. Um, yeah, the only benefit is having the extra games to pick up the points. It's not who they're against. Because yeah, exactly. as you said, you, well, you've got to play them anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah, then it that's d- not the It doesn't matter if, it, if, if it's yeah. the game that makes you catch up. Yeah, it doesn't matter because you've, you've still got more to play. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're, we're, up, we're up there. I don't know. I, I still, I mean, realistically, we speak about it most weeks now, but do you think... It's just like every, every week we speak about it. It's like, are we going to do this? Probably not. We've only got 14 like games left. 14 games left. We've only lost four times all season. It's like, it's just crazy. <laughs> Like, but like, you go back to those losses. We were three 0 down against Villa in the first ten minutes. Lost five one to Newcastle. Those, what are we put those down to? Just what are the other results? two? Reckon... Arsenal at home, wasn't it? So I only lost yeah. one at home. That's mm. the only game we've lost at home. Yeah, I think we've only drawn what three at home as well. Like, we've won pretty much every game at home. Who, who have we got left to face out of the top six? So Tottenham away, uh, it's City Liverpool at home last away. game of the season. Liverpool United away. away. United away. But like we've only lost to Arsenal at the top six. Like we, oh, we keep we're setting ourselves, we're setting ourselves up so much. <laughs> this right episode's going to come back as a turning <laughs> point, isn't it? By the end of the season, you're going to be going to get battered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, if form is a guide, then at least we're. I don't think we're going to get relegated. We've got 38 points. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll be all right. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm I'm confident on Saturday. Not as confident I was going into the Fulham game, weirdly, but just I don't know why. I think it's being at home that you. I think yeah. I, I do just back us to be I'd probably, there's not under the lights in the world. Yeah. I wouldn't the presence us. of Jamie Carragher. Yeah, hopefully okay. we get another red card or something. Right, I want to hit. I want to hit Jordan's story now. Go on, yeah, Jordan's story. I was just about to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, I know you were. <laughs> <laughs> I think right. I was, was racking my brain about this. And it's. Um, I hope no one else has. None of the previous guests have gone for this one, um, but I was torn between two. The one I went for, it's got to be, it was Swansea away, the famous Swansea away in the cup a few years ago, but we lost 5 1. Mm-hmm. But we, um, so because the game was on a Sunday and there were no, no trains on the Sunday, so the club had done free coaches, but we all went up on the Saturday night anyway, but we'll do a night out in Swansea. Was this Will's story? Uh, no, no, Will's. It was a different one, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Will's was different. 
I wouldn't tell you. No, it's not. Okay, right. yeah, I, I know the story, yeah. I, but I, I, maybe we didn't do it on the podcast. I think I think yeah. I, I don't think I've heard this one. Go for it. Anyway, so <laughs> we decided to put Tom in charge of booking the accommodation for the night, which was so. It was the, the whole the whole pro- the issue that ensued was Tom's fault. However, it was probably our fault for putting Tom in charge. <laughs> and um, got into Swansea at about eight o'clock. And we've been drinking on the trains. So we're so a little funny. bit tipsy at this point. And um, <laughs> we'd seen the photo of this Airbnb, supposed Airbnb that we were staying in, and we're like, this doesn't look what good or no yeah, it just doesn't look yeah. this, this doesn't look like a house or this like I'm pretty sure the house next door to it had been burnt down like there was only like, there was nothing next door to it <laughs> at half seven we knock there's like five, about five or six of us we knock on this fellow's front door and this little confused Spanish man opens the front door looks at us he's like oh you're right and we're like oh yeah we've booked, we've booked to stay here tonight uh, we've got a book in Tom Ritchie and he goes what you've booked to stay here we're like yeah on booking.com this is this address and he goes yeah this is his address and he goes how have you booked to stay here this is my house I live here with my wife <laughs> um, so we're all just a half seven in Swansea all a bit drunk already at this point we're like what okay and he goes oh well one of you I'll come in and show you so we send Tom in as well again so he comes in looks around and he comes outside and so not really grasping what's the, now what's going on Tom goes no, that's amazing. It looks just like oh, the photograph in there. It is, it is this house. And we're like, well, obviously we can't all crash in this poor little Spanish man and his wife. And just like really, really confused. A five lads from London. Yeah, can we stay here tonight? What, what happened in the end? Well, we just went to, there was a pub opposite. So we just went to the pub and the thing was just, just having a little scroll. And we ended up managed to find, them, find a B&B about two miles away, which thankfully had a couple of rooms. I think we were quite... There, 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 weren't, there weren't enough beds for the amount of people that had to be crammed into these few rooms. Yeah. We found somewhere in the end. But yeah, poor little Spanish man. Yeah, no. No, no, no one's told that in the podcast. You told that story a couple of weeks ago in the pub and I enjoyed it just as much as I <laughs> <laughs> That's what I remember. That's, yeah. why, that's why I don't want to remember. Was, did, you hear, did you hear Jay's last week about milkshakes, Thomas Rank? Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> he, went, uh, he went up to Nottingham Forest and because there was no trains that day, he came back and um, like got, got home really late. And there was no, the milkshake machine wasn't working. This is in Brentford McDonald's as well. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he went to the press conference the next day and they were asking about Forrest and Thomas Frank. Well, I don't know if it was one of his colleagues or someone else asked him. And um, Jay, Jay just said, no, I couldn't get a milkshake when I got home. And Thomas Frank in the press conference was like, what? You couldn't <laughs> get a milkshake? <laughs> I'm sure there's a video of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's like pre the press. Though. Um, I mean, I'm just, I'm just thinking, I mean, we said at the end of the season, we're going to reveal the, all the stories. Yeah. So, so what we had, we've had, we've got Jordan's one. Uh, that's definitely up there. That's funny. Got uh, Tias's, uh, get out the city. Yeah, <laughs> that was more scary though. I think <laughs> when like, yeah. Yeah. That was, my one was the, all the players running into, into the tavern. Uh, that was good fun. Which that. involves yeah. Jordan. Yeah. Um, yours was, yours, my one was when I was a mascot and my dad yeah. was in the, somehow managed to get in the away end. Have you had Mark on the podcast yet? No, no. Right, I don't. I, it might not be a story, but one of one of my favourite stories about Mark was it was just after that they'd moved the away end um, from from the Brook yeah. Road. Um, this, so they just moved the away end from Ealing Road back to Brook Road. I think Mark hadn't been for a while, and he was like ten or eleven. When on his, kind of his dad, and they apparently used to always sit in the Brook Road. <laughs> Didn't realise that I had been now moved, and it was now the away end. And he said he only realised just before kickoff when he was sat in his seats, and everyone around him had Leighton Orient shirts on. That's the most Mark story ever. <laughs> I can't, um, what was Will's? I can't, it was funny. It was the first episode, was it? Yeah. I'm back. I'm trying to remember what it was. I can't actually, though. What? He went... It wasn't It wasn't one relating to Germany, was it? That was T.S.'s. 
Uh, I can't remember now. Have to oh, that's back. really bad because it was. It definitely was funny, but then maybe it doesn't stick in contention if we can't yeah, remember no, it. Can't and remember. then, uh, yeah, Natalie's. Natalie's was about her being one of the soccerettes on Soccer AM. Oh uh, yeah, which wasn't actually a Brentford story, but yeah, it was still. It's, it's it's they, they got her on, didn't they? About fifteen late, fifteen years. Yeah, after she was as well, speaking yeah. about it. Yeah, the, she still didn't. She still didn't know what to talk about. Apparently, this the mm. last time. No, we've had some good stories. Um, yeah. Maybe an extra one tomorrow. Yeah. Add some oh, yeah. attention. That, this one could be a very good yeah, one. No, very hopefully. good one. Um, the, by far the question, well, for anyone that doesn't know, we're interviewing Jonathan Douglas tomorrow. Uh, we're doing a podcast with him. By far the most asked question was about Jota. So we're definitely going to try and get that out of him. The whole, the whole incident. Not sure that'd be funny though. <laughs> yeah, well, no, well, it won't be funny, but um, I can, I'll, I'll imagine that he's There's got There's definitely some stories. good night out. Yeah, stories from that, from that from that bunch, bunch of lads. Well. Oh yeah, like him, McCormack, Craig, and everything. All of them, like, yeah. you can definitely tell they were yeah. good value. No, that's going to be a good podcast. So yeah, look out for that. Uh, the Eden Road podcast will be back after Everton. We're kind of deciding whether to put uh, a podcast in that covers both Everton and Southampton, or do two separate ones. And uh, yeah, also look out for the Jonathan Douglas one that we're doing tomorrow. I'm not sure when we're going to release it, but. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll pick a time and make sure that it's advertised across our socials. So yeah, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Twitter, and um, buy this book as well. <laughs> it's actually some of the photos are actually so good. So yeah, no, yeah, I put I put the link in our in our bio, so you'll be able to order it. But yeah, so we'll see you next week. Cheers. Podcast Network.